0: What do you do when you know your grandparents' house is haunted, yet they refuse to believe or listen to your stories? That's what we're going to talk about today on Real Ghost Stories Online.
1: Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855 853 48 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown, and quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is.
0: 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. To share your real ghost story with us, write on the website, realghoststoriesonline.com. And of course, if you like the program, help keep this pirate ship afloat. Become an extra podcast person. We call them EPPs. You sign up at ghostpodcast.com. Or if you like the Patreon app, all the same contents over there too. You can use Patreon to become an EPP. Patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Sign up, keep the show on the air, and uh, it'll make you feel special, warm cuddly, and slightly tingly inside uh, when you become an EPP. That's a uh, it's a guarantee. Uh, Tony and Carol Hughes, and we have a bonus. My sister, Kathy. Yes, Kathy's hey, joining everybody. us. Thank
1: you for having me back. Hey,
0: thanks for coming back. You're, you, I think, actually have been one of our most requested guests. <laughs> oh,
1: that's so sweet. I just, you know, have to go out and live a little while and get more stories, and then come back.
0: Exactly, exactly. Well, welcome back. It's it's great to have you on here. Um, I I know we have a bunch of really creepy stories uh, from you that I I'm very much looking forward to uh, to diving into. Um, I I guess I, um, I I'm debating here. Do you want to go first? You want me to have a, a listener go first because you got a couple things let's, to share. Let's do listener first. Okay. Let's jump into one of those and then we'll come back. And Kathy's got some great ones today. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our first letter. It says, I've been a huge fan of the podcast for years now, but I've never shared It all begins in the fall of 2015. My family was staying with my grandparents while we were in between houses. I was at school about two hours away, but when I came home for Thanksgiving, I could feel a change in the air of that house. The energy of their house was different. It did not feel ominous, just off. One night I was lying down in the den, and I felt someone looking at me. I often get this feeling and will sometimes do a complete 180. You're making eye contact with someone. I looked over to the doorway and saw nothing. My mind raced. I felt uneasy. I felt like I should be seeing someone, but there was no one there. I only saw the cabinets in the kitchen. I continued to watch TV and the feeling soon subsided. The next day I was talking to my mom and I asked her if she or my dad had come out of the guest bedroom to say goodnight, thinking that maybe I just uh, missed a, a quick passing by and She said no. Told her it was odd that I could have sworn someone was there. She guaranteed me that was the case. Well, Ma and Papa are out of town. So is the house haunted? I said this jokingly. She did not seem too amused. She then filled me in on strange things that had been happening around the house. My father had seen mist and shadows. My mom and both my aunts had seen the figure of a man out of the corner of their eyes. Lights would not work for days and suddenly turn on when certain people got near them and sometimes people heard voices that could not quite make out who or where they came from. My grandparents are skeptical of ghosts and would have shrugged off events like this, so no telling if it were going on sooner. None of these experiences have been malevolent, so it leads me to believe this is my my grandmother's parents. My grandmother lost her mother shortly before these events, I think their spirit may have been visiting or had a strong attachment to some of the heirlooms brought there. This is my best guess to describe what happened as the house was new when my grandparents purchased it. I've done some research on the supernatural and know that there are factors that can lead to a foreign presence haunting an area or an object, but I do not think that that is what has happened. The activity has slowed down over the years, but as recently as last Christmas, a man's face was caught on a selfie my aunts took together. I do not know if I'll ever find out what or who these spirits are. I'd like to hear your take on these events, see what you think it may be. Thanks for sharing my story, and I hope to share more on the show very soon. Well, Carol, thoughts?
2: Well, Tony... You'll never find out who that was. No. Because that's kind of what everyone deals with. Like, mm-hmm. sure, I'd love to know who's haunting my house, or would I? But um, you know what I mean? I, d- I don't think there's a way you could ever confirm it. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that sometimes you just got to go with your what you feel. Sure. I mean, nothing can be proven, but, you know, there shouldn't be a guy in your aunt's selfies. No. You know, <laughs> who wasn't there. I mean, there's obviously something going on in the house.
0: It is interesting where they said that the the grandparents never would talk about anything like that or didn't believe in any of that. So it really does open up the possibility that this stuff has been going on for far longer than, than the writer of the story even knows just because it wasn't discussed or brushed off as, oh, it's just squirrels or something, you know.
2: Well, and there's a lot of grandparents that are like that. They don't, they won't talk about anything. It's yeah. like, no, we're fine. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not. You don't have heat, grandpa. It's not fine. We're fine. <laughs> you know, they're just like, you could have a, a haunting and if they're not acknowledging it, I don't know. It might be kind of. Like awesome way to live. Like then.
1: <laughs> well, I I wonder if it's more that they were to protect the other family members wouldn't acknowledge it. Um, you know, uh, my mom to- and dad when we lived in a in a haunted house uh, would not really want to acknowledge it for fear it would we'd all get really afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So they would act like, oh no, nothing's wrong. And then later they'd say, "Oh my God, this
2: thing happened," you know. Even though it took our mom like forever to acknowledge, she go, "Well, I do a pretty good mom impression." <laughs> She's it's, like, it's "Well, you know, it wasn't that bad. I mean, that one time something came running down the stairs and, and then they hit a ball out into the kitchen, but I, I didn't think anything about it. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> or every time the, the the food burned on the stove because somebody
0: turned it up too yeah. high."
2: Like, well, the burner just turned on. I don't know
0: how. <laughs> Why it's it's interesting because you're you're right. Like that is such a, a true thing with folks of, of certain generations. Is it just because their threshold of, of horrible shit that they've been through is so high <laughs> that yes. that it's just like, Yeah, well, I saw they like the apparition came down the stairs and kicked the ball in the kitchen. Yeah, big yeah. deal, you know. <laughs> it's like it wasn't as bad as this. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I there alf- was that one time. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. and then like grandparents, it's like, well, in the Dust Bowl, that was bad. You know, that apparition in the picture, whatever.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You find yourself a dead guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um,
0: uh, it, it, it's, it's an interesting thing when you think about that generationally. It makes me kind of wonder, too. I mean, it's like all the, the shit that we've been seeing the last, you know, 20 some years. Um, it, it it makes you wonder, you know, are we going to have kind of a long lapse here in time where it, it's going to be relatively calm and it's going to be one of those things where it takes till the next, you know, grandchildren generation. They're like, they lived through COVID and they lived through this and that. Right. And, you know, and it's because it's, everything's been so calm, you know, relatively calm for so long. Um, without major major incidents, you know, and then it's like and then when
2: the shit hit the fan, yeah. the shit hit the
0: fan, and I'll just be like the most. The, don't get grandpa started because he's going to start cursing. Like he curses about like the the pet rabbits. Like yeah, yeah, you're right. He does. It doesn't matter. Um, and like let me tell you about that fucking time, you little asshole. <laughs> you don't know shit. You know my uh, one of my favorite uh, TV dads was Red Foreman on uh, that '70s show. It's just like that's great. I just love the. Uh, The bluntness of it. So anyway, Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's jump to another letter. It says, I recently started listening and thought I'd share a few strange experiences. To start with, I've always believed that there are things out there that we'll never be able to explain. Things that are bigger than we can ever understand. For that reason, I've always kept an open mind about everything a couple of experiences i'd like to share that have happened to me. I'll start with probably the most common and that is sleep paralysis. Well, maybe not exactly sleep paralysis as i can move during the occurrences, but it is still intriguing nonetheless. As i'm drifting drifting off to sleep, you know when you're not quite asleep yet but not quite awake, i'll hear loud crashes, almost swearing that someone has broken into the house. Once i was drifting off, i saw an image of pots and pans Falling on the floor, I heard a loud crash as they hit the floor. It sounded just like you'd expect. Pots and pans, the sound if you dropped them. I've only seen the image once, but lots of times I'll hear a loud noise. There'll be a very loud crash or almost whispering voices. I'll immediately wake up, sometimes jolt up, and my heart will be pounding. As I said, I do not really think it's sleep paralysis, but I can move. But it's always when I'm about to fall asleep. I also have this strange relationship with time. This probably happens to me about once a week. I'll wake up and look over at an alarm clock. It'll be exactly 3 a.m., not 3.01, not 2.59, but 3 on the nose. I sort of tested this out a few times. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and purposely not roll over and look at my alarm clock or my phone to check the time. I'll wait several minutes, and when I finally do look, it's 3.00 really creeps me up because I always think of 3 a.m. being the witching hour. One last thing I'll share. My husband and I have lived in a townhouse for two years. It was built about 40 years ago. Since it's not that old, I do not think it's haunted. I've never actually seen a ghost in my life, but something very unusual happened to me one morning. My husband leaves at 6.50 to go to work. I normally stay in bed until 7.30 before I get ready for work. One morning, he kissed me as he left for work. I'm still lying in bed with the covers over my face. The bedroom door is closed, which we do not normally close. The reason it was closed was to keep our new kitten in the room with us. We're trying to get the kitten slowly used to each room. Anyway, probably three or four minutes after I hear my husband close the front door to leave, I hear a knock on the bedroom door. It was four distinct knocks, one after the other. I called out his name, thinking maybe he came back and forgot something. He did not say anything. I uncovered my face and looked over at the bedroom door. I've heard the knocks again. I think it was four knocks. And again, one after the other. But I also saw the door move a little as if someone at the other side of the door was there. It didn't startle me because I was sure it was my husband coming back to get something. And the bedroom door was probably locked. I called my husband's name again and got out of bed. I opened the door and no one was there. I called my husband and asked if he came back home, and he said no. I was trying to rationalize it, but it was the wind. Maybe the windows were open, and it was not windy, and sounded exactly like knocking. The door moved. It was not my imagination either. My cat was lying on the bed and perked up, looked at the door. This really spooked me. Luckily, it's not happened again, and I've always made sure that the bedroom door is open from now on. Anyway... If this makes it on, I hope it's an interesting story. I'd love to know if something similar has happened to anyone else. Ladies.
2: Kathy. She has a story like that. Really? About the waking up at the exact same time every night. You did yeah. in that old apartment that you lived in and yeah. your alarm would go off. Yeah. But the, and but my alarm would go
1: off at the exact same time each, every night. And, um, but it would turn on to the radio and it would just be real loud, static. Mm-hmm. And it kept happening like at two o'clock in the morning, exactly two o'clock. And I would go, and because it kept happening, of course, I kept checking w- when I would go to bed, make sure the alarm's not on, make sure it's set to a station. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And two o'clock, it'd come on and it'd be just as super loud. Like it's yeah. as loud as it could turn up. And that would happen, I'd say
2: a couple times a week, you know, and it happened to you. Yeah. Too. It happened to me. And I think I've shared this story before, but, um, I think for me it was 4am, uh, it was three or four straight I up. Four. I think it was four. And like that person, I heard a really loud crash mm-hmm. each time. Like, what the hell was that? Like something just fell off a wall or, yeah. you know, like a big, big crash. Of course I was too terrified to get out of bed, but it was four in the morning. It was three nights in a row. Yeah. Four in the morning. exact same time. And I'm weird like that too. Like I don't want my bedroom door all the way shut. Sure. I don't know why, but I need it open a little bit. I guess if something needs to get in, it will get in and not disturb me. I don't know. <laughs>
0: But I, I, I want to ask because I maybe I misunderstood. Are, are you saying, Carol, that you too had the static experience, or you had the experience? I of the, the crashing. crashing experience. Okay, the crashing. I have too. It was
3: at
2: Kathy's house. It was okay. in that okay. same apartment. Okay, and I was gone out of town.
0: Yeah. Okay, and
1: Carol was staying there. Um,
0: I was wondering if it was. Except my next question was going to be if if Carol had the static too. Was well, was this like at the same time? Like in you know, the, actually,
1: it did happen one night when Carol was there yeah. and I was there because I. I, ke- I told her she came mm-hmm. and I said, I keep having this weird thing happen. Yeah. And so she, and so we had a full house.
2: So Carol was sleeping. No, that's probably not even true because what? when I went to her house the first time, I'm like, I will not sleep by myself. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> more um, like it. I will only sleep like,
1: in bed with you. She goes, I <laughs> want to sleep in bed with you. And I'm like, okay. And so I said, I keep having this thing happen two o'clock in the morning, this thing goes off. And so we both checked it, it's off, mm-hmm. you know, whatever and, and go to bed. Same thing happened. Two
2: o'clock in the morning, we both just sat up, you know? Yeah. And and it was really loud, too. And then it's like, turn it off. And then nothing happened the rest of the
0: night. Do you have any suspicions or guesses who, what, why, anything like that, Kathy?
2: That apartment, I think there is more than one person there. Oh, yeah. That was the old funeral home. Okay. (laughs) And so that that,
1: that was the one where we had, like, you know, we took pictures and there were hundreds of orbs, not like, you know, a couple. There sure. were you know, I was I looked like the bubble girl.
0: Yeah, you know. Well and there that's we go. The same
2: apartment that we did that episode with my nephew yeah. from that apartment. Yeah. yeah, that's the same place.
0: I okay, I remember that. Yeah. That's funny. It's like
1: we got to I just want to say one thing though. Um she did bring up the paralysis.
0: Yeah.
3: Yes.
1: Um one time I was a teenager and um we were just, our, our family was living in a small apartment at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I shared a room with my older sister. And about, uh, you know, the, the witching hour, of course, time, two or three or something in the morning, I, Opened my eyes and there was a man standing at the end of my bed staring at me. He was an older man, an old man. Of course, you know, at the time I was 15, so he was was by my age now. yeah. But anyway, (laughs) he, he seemed old at the time. Anyway, and he was old and like really hunched his shoulders and stuff. And he was just standing at the end of my bed staring at me. And I could not move. I was, oh my God, I was so scared. And yet I could not do anything Mm -hmm. i was totally paralyzed this man is staring at me and then all of a sudden i feel my body is being shaken and my older sister is there shaking me and she goes what is wrong with you like i woke her up because i was doing this kind of weird like going "Uh, oh like i was trying to speak Mm -hmm. and trying to say something like help you know but i couldn't get it out because i was paralyzed and um you know, and then he, you
0: know, he just dissipated. But it
2: was, that's you know, that's scary stuff.
0: Yeah. The, uh, the the part that resonated with me, and I, I found it interesting because I've looked into it before, is uh, the I'm about to fall asleep. I'm kind of in that state in between. And that obviously is where sleep paralysis happens quite often. Um, but it, it, they were describing the loud bangs. Uh, I have that every once in a while. It's been a long time, but there was a span of, I don't know, probably five to 10 years where it was a common occurrence for me. And it was different houses every in in, in multiple apartments and such. Uh, So I can't say it was anything to do with the paranormal, but I I looked it up and there is something to that where when you are falling asleep, uh, your mind can just be kind of in that, that trigger place where it goes to the paralysis, to the, uh, you know, control. And it can also have auditory, uh side effects as well sounding like an explosion um so that could be explained and it, it has the strangest name it's called exploding head syndrome and ah. it, it almost sounds crazy but it is that's I don't know if that's the official but that's what I've been everything I read about it that's what the, it calls it because it it these sounds, these explosions, these pots dropping, I, I've heard all of it uh, as well. And I've had many times when I was single and I was having that happen. There's no one else in my house, no pets. Uh, you know, I, I'd be getting up and looking around like, what the hell? Um, and I i can't say I've had it happen since then. Uh, but there was a time where it was going on a lot. And it was creepy. It was because it's so clear. It's so, so real sounding.
1: Uh- Tony, I'd like to find out how many of your listeners have the, um, when they're falling asleep, somebody touches them. I get that quite a bit. Really? Like, it'll feel like somebody maybe put their hand, kind of run it up my leg a little bit, or I get somebody that moves my hair out of my face, that kind of thing. And it it happens right at that, you know, I'm just starting to fall asleep and all of a sudden somebody touches my shoulder, you know, and it's a, you know, and the dog will... You sit up and, you
0: know, it's not sure. just me. It's not you just you sensing it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's in such an interesting place because I think there's a lot of things that are completely explainable in between that state because that's where real starts to feel or, 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 or our mind and fake starts to feel real. And if you're kind of in that odd state, that's where that can be so. Um, confusing. But then, when you explain that, and you have well, the dogs noticing this too. Obviously, there's he's seeing something that you're not, (laughs) and other things are. I I uh,
1: think I always thought that at that state, we're just at our most receptive. Yeah, you know that we can hear things that aren't maybe necessarily of this realm. Sure, does that make sense? Yeah, and um, you know, because I've I've had that happen quite a bit Mm -hmm. where. Um, but the weird thing about those, where it, it makes me jump, but then at the same time, it oddly kind of feels like um, somebody cares about you. Sure. The touch is such a way that it isn't like That creepy. A, not. It, I mean, it scares the crap out of you, but it, it's always like somebody was, you know, like moved my hair out of my eyes to look at me or something, you know, or touched my leg, just you know. Which is creepy.
2: I guess <laughs> uh, there's nothing comforting about that. But I'm just going to show that to out there. <laughs> How many listeners that happens to. Uh, I, I,
0: I would imagine like quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. I was just talking um, about uh, feeling something on your bed uh, earlier today in an episode. I was talking about my cat when I was a child, the, the cat that died and, um, I never had a cat that would sleep at the end of my bed again, but years after that cat died or four years after that cat died, I, I should say every night it would feel like that cat jumped up there and was doing and that's its thing.
2: such a, that's such a distinct, it is feeling like the way a cat jumps up on a bed.
0: Yeah. I was actually talking about that uh, with Harper on the air. Uh, My daughter uh, who's uh, she is now we've decided something and it starts this weekend uh, or we're recording this on the 9th of June. So I'm not sure if it's this weekend or not for you when you're listening to it, but we're going to try and make this as frequently as possible on the weekends. It may end up being every Saturday, real ghost stories online, uh, kids, uh, or kid friendly edition where it's, it's just like our normal show, uh, except the stories are, you know, they're, they're scary. Uh, I am not going to deny that, but we don't go like super demonic or anything of that nature. And I don't swear. And I also had to talk to Harper about not swearing because Harper is the co-host on that episode.
2: Well, at least, uh, they're not live, right? You can edit. Yes. Because that's good. That's a lot for you, Tony. It is.
0: I know it It really is. And it's a lot for Harper too, but she, uh, she's, she did her, she watched her language today. I tell you, <laughs> it was, uh, it was crazy. It was the first time. I mean, she's been on the show over the years, uh, you know, for a segment here and there, but it was the first time I've ever sat down with her, um, you know, as her being a, a co-host of a show and her t- having the understanding Dude, of how this so works. Cute. Oh, my gosh. She was better than many people I've worked with in radio <laughs> over the years <laughs> in terms of just getting cue, you know, just like knowing when to to go and when not to go. Um, and it was just like this is crazy. i'm I'm oh, doing I a show. Hear it with my little girl. So uh, watch that uh, in the feed on uh, Saturdays of uh, the Real Ghost Stories online feed, wherever you uh, you download the program. Uh, so anyway, uh, Kathy, I know uh, Carol had mentioned some of the story to me, I think, a couple weeks ago, if, if my memory yeah. serves me correct. Um, and, and with my memory, I don't remember any details of anything other than like the headline. Uh, but <laughs> something about a creepy ex-doctor visiting you. But the thing is, he's dead. So, just uh, yeah. to kind of... Okay,
1: well, all right. So,
2: m- I have moved to a new house, everybody. And let me interrupt. Every place Kathy lives, shit happens.
3: Uh-huh. So, Not she had house. already
2: told me about this house. And she's like, yeah, there's like this guy that walks past. <laughs> and and so, I'm like, Kathy, why do you tell me that? Now I can never stay at your house. And um, so... When she started this story, I thought it was about the guy.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: I'll get there. okay. So um, I moved into a new house. Now,
1: you guys, seriously, this <laughs> is a like a a '60s ranch. Like, how scary can a '60s ranch with <laughs> sure. a, with an attached garage? <laughs> <feet>? I mean, <laughs> seriously, right? And just chain link fence. This is, you know. And so I move into this house now honestly just it's just for me and there are four bedrooms it's the parsonage of a church okay and um, not that I'm married to the minister or anything they just were (laughs) renting it out so I you know I said okay and um, maybe I thought that would make me more safe I don't know and um, but I you know didn't think anything about it. it seemed perfectly fine and everything and oh gosh within a week or so of moving there I'm in my bedroom making the bed putting on clean sheets or whatever middle of the day And all of a sudden, there's a man standing in the doorway. And like, you know, you jump back like a mile and then you look up and nobody's there. But I mean, it was just so obviously, I mean, just somebody was standing there. Yeah. So I kept, you know, eventually started noticing some odd things like, Um, I have a dresser that's right by the doorway and entrance into the bedroom. And, um, sometimes I would bring my, um, Bluetooth speaker in and set it on there when I'm getting ready for in the morning, listening to NPR or something, you know, and, um, I'd set it there. And as I walked through the doorway, I noticed that it would cut out and kind of do a (laughs) like that. But if I moved on past that area where that man was standing, it wouldn't do it. yeah. But I mean, it, it, it does it every single time. I can go to anywhere else in the house and it won't do it. But where that man was standing, it does it. And um, so then, uh, oh gosh, uh, you know, a couple, three weeks later or something, it happened again. I saw him standing in that same area again. And uh, same kind of stuff, like any electronics right in there, it, they, it messes up. And one time I I walked in and I had a uh, picture hanging on the wall right in right around there. And it it had come off the wall, but in such a way, like in such force, it actually broke the picture. So like it didn't and it broke and it flew. It was like it flew off the wall. It was out into the room and like the frame was bent. Yeah. Like and there were other pictures on the wall. They're all fine. Like if something had happened, wouldn't they yeah, you know, but so. it was like this one per, one picture was out in the middle of the room and Ben and I'm like, what in the world, right? I have a picture, I have several pictures that sit on that dresser, um, and one of them is my kids, and I keep coming into the room and that picture is completely turned around and facing the wall. But, I mean, that's not something I would do. And no. all the other pictures on the dresser are fine. It's like, don't act with but the But it's kids. like somebody walks in. Now, this would be right where that man was standing. Yeah. Like, you know, right there. Yeah. And so the, just these odd things, like right in that one spot. So, you know, um, I did ha- also see, I, I actually saw him in another place the other day. I went to open the garage door and a man was standing there. And I jumped and he's not there anymore. You know, so that one was odd too. Anyway, okay. So,
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so
1: I'm one night I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sound asleep and I, I have a dream. And I dreamt that I got up and I wanted to drink of water. And so I, this is not unusual. This is totally like something I would do in the middle of the night. I mean, it was so real because It was so just like I was getting up in the middle of the night, walked down the hall, went over to the refrigerator, opened up the refrigerator, and got a bottle of water out and was taking a drink of water. Sure. And all of a sudden, I hear the front door shaking like somebody's trying to get in.
3: Yeah. Like
1: the door handle shaking and it's moving and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so I quick shut the refrigerator door because that's the only light on, right? Sure. And I... I, you know how in your dreams you're wildly brave. I guess I don't know, and so I start slowly, very slowly, walking over to the front door, and I'm kind of trying to peek to see if I can see anything out the windows or anything, and I can't. And I, I stand there, and I could tell the doorknob is shaking, like somebody's really trying to get in.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I back off, and I'm I'm staring at the doorknob, and then it quits, and. I reach over and touch it and it's completely calm and I peek out the window and there isn't anything and I'm like, oh, thank goodness, you know, it's gone, whatever that yeah. was. And then I hear something down the hall coming from my bedroom and I'm like, oh, no, oh, my God, no, he's in my bedroom, right? So With your dog. Yeah, my dog. And my dog goes ballistic, if, the dream. It, it, well, yeah. no, he didn't at all. That's the weird part. And normally, if there's any people at all in real life, my dog is just crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking in my head, oh, my gosh, my dog, right? He's in my bedroom. Sure. So I'm running down the hall as fast as I can. I get to my bedroom, stop in the place where the weird man stands. I stand <laughs> there, and there's a man sitting on the corner of my bed. And he's older. I mean, I'd say he's 65, 70, right? And he's just sitting there and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I, I want to talk to you. And I said, no, you're not going to talk to me, you know. And and so I'm saying, so I'm trying to get my dog who seems to not even get that there's somebody sitting in the bedroom. Like he seems fine. Yeah. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And so I go, come here. My dog's name is Madden after the um, – Joe Madden, the Cubs manager. Anyway, okay, okay so yeah. we call him, yeah, ex manager. <laughs> anyway, okay, so I'm Madden, come here, come here, come here. So finally I get him to you know, I get him to come over and he jumps up in my arms and I'm holding him and the guy keeps sitting there saying, I need to talk to you. And I said, Never and I guess I had brute strength because I took the dresser and I pushed it over (laughs) on top of him and I ran out of the room down the hall and I get down the hall and he's standing in the living room staring at me and I'm like, what do you want? And he goes, I want to talk to you. And I said, you will never talk to me. And I open up the garage door and I run out the garage. and like, I'm hitting the garage door opener. I am going out into the night with my dog. Right. And then I wake up. Okay. So. It's a weird dream. And I just normally I never really tell dreams much because everyone's dreams are kind of stupid, you know, and you just kind of just go, whatever. But it kept really bothering me for, you know, a couple days. I was just like, God, that dream. Who was that guy? And I kept thinking, is it the guy I've been seeing in the house? And I was like, must have maybe, you know. And I was like, This. Well, I get. Um, you know, a couple days later, I'm on Facebook and I'm just, you know, how you scroll down, you're looking at the feed and whatever. And I see a picture and I'm like, Oh my my God, that's the man. Mm -hmm. And I look at it and I'm like, who is that man? You know, a little older guy, but that's the guy from my dream. And I look at it and it was a doctor that I'd had, uh, 28 years ago. Yeah, and um, he was our doctor. He delivered all of my children, but um, but I, I, I had but I had some kind of bad deliveries, and the my third child um, was it was horrific, and um, some things happened during the delivery that were um, I, I I don't want to go into too sure. much detail about it, but you know, it was super traumatic for me. And, uh, I matter of fact, he, he, something had happened prior to the delivery before mine that I didn't know about. Um, and I think he was having post traumatic stress. So he's trying to deliver the next baby and, uh, he just couldn't. And he ended up not, he, he ended up leaving the room and, I Said, oh my god, you know, I'm having a baby, and the nurses are like, Where'd he go? Yeah. Like, why, you know, she's having it right now, it's crowning, <laughs> you know, and he just takes off and leaves. Anyway, it's a big long story, but um, some bad things happened to me throughout the deal, and uh, as a matter of fact, it was so bad that I wouldn't let him back in, and I said, Uh, I called and I. I, even f- before I got back to my room I'd called another doctor and asked him to take over I said I will never see that man again well it was that man and he was he had come back he died that was yeah his he had died it was his obituary yeah and I'm looking at it and I'm going that had to have been just that same day that he died or the next day right in there yeah and he had. And literally, it was him. It was that man. And he kept saying he wanted to talk to me. And um, I think that I, the last, I mean, he did, his office did call me and say that he had wanted to talk to me, but I refused. And I said, I won't, you know, I, I won't have anything to do with him. And, uh, you know, I think he came back to try to
2: yeah. maybe talk to me or, Maybe tell me he was sorry. That's that's my theory. I think he was coming back to say, forgive me. Yeah. Because it was probably, he had trauma from the previous birth, and then he totally messed up that birth.
3: Yeah.
2: And I, it probably ate at him, but... If you want someone's forgiveness or to ask for forgiveness, the way he did it was a super creepy way. <laughs> Coming <laughs> back as it goes.
1: Well, 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 I don't know. Maybe, you know, at the end, you got to make, you know, make amends way before can you can go. I don't know, but it was... It, it it was bizarre and when i saw that picture on facebook i thought you could have just knocked me yeah. over like oh i mean gosh. i was
0: just in shock it, it, like, the, the that's le- the
1: man that was in my dream and i kept telling him i will never talk <laughs> to <laughs> you no the, you ain't getting my forgiveness
0: the lesson there is if your doctor's office calls uh for an old doctor that didn't had something horrible go wrong take the call and uh, and, and uh <laughs> And just be good with that, otherwise, they're coming back as a ghost. so
2: exactly yeah. talk it out yeah. in yeah. person when yeah.
3: you're both alive yeah. <laughs> like, seriously.
0: yeah, wow. well that uh
3: yeah, yeah, so
1: any, i d- I don't think it was the other guy.
2: You know, I I, I think they're
1: but totally she, unrelated. But so when
2: she was telling me the story, I'm like totally creeped out all the way through the story. And I'm assuming it's a guy she's been having problems with who just randomly shows up. Nope, it's a lot of guys
0: coming and going oh, out of her place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, So anyway, so that has been that was. um
0: Yeah you got yeah. the ghosts I mean you, you definitely do it, it, it's always you know it's interesting when we talk about these things because you're always like uh, you, you gotta think well is it is it each individual location that you're going to that's haunted or is it just uh, do, do all these locations have this regardless? There's just certain individuals that are able to pick up on it. you like and I you. have talked about that before yeah.
2: and I've said it before. I think, Kathy, it's just where she goes.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> and, do. It's just like she's able to pick up on it. I mean, there's probably others that can, too, but it's just not, you know, that many. And that, that's why it, it, it ends up uh, feeling like it, you it's, would be it's a haunted. great
2: ghost hunter. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you would rock that profession. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, no, I, I just, I like, I do think that there are people that are just more open or like we talked a little bit ago um, that we are all more open when we just are at that place between sleep and sure. being awake Yeah, and so I think we all have experiences right within that realm yep. but sometimes and I think a lot of times it happens to me when my mind is when, my, when I'm kind of clear uh-huh. like I'm just not I'm doing something that's so mundane like making my bed mm-hmm. that I'm you know kind of doing it empty headed and it kind of allows that in a little bit Sure. And then I see somebody standing there, you know. Um, um, but then when I snap to and come back to, you know, back to the regular reality, they they disappear.
0: No, it's uh, it's always very interesting when you talk about these topics because it's just, it just spiders out, you know. <laughs> it's a, it could be this, it could be that. I mean, it, it's just it, it's always interesting, everyone's take and concepts on uh, on all this stuff. Uh, Kathy, thank you so much for coming on this episode uh, of Real Ghost Stories Online with, uh, oh, thank with Carol. You, thanks
1: for having me back. That was
0: super fun. Uh, it's always great having you. You're always about welcome anytime. Uh, that wraps up the program for today. If you want to keep us on the air, become an extra podcast person in epp sign up ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories five bucks a month gets you access to all the bonus material new stuff every single week until next time for carol i'm tony thanks for listening to real ghost stories online